Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Resilience Is My Beauty with yours truly, Tawanta J. How are you all doing, my beautiful sisters, my beautiful family? You know what's up. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and grab you something to drink. Go ahead and get your favorite drink, whether it's uh, yeah, whether it's water, whether it's a cup of tea, maybe. Uh, maybe it's your favorite coffee, your latte. Or maybe it's a special glass of wine. It doesn't really matter what it is as long as you grab something, right? And just come on in our special room. Have a sit down. Yeah. And prop your legs up. Get yourself comfortable. Get your favorite blankie. Mm-hmm. Now take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. Take another deep breath in. Exhale slow. Hey, 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 what's going on, my beautiful resilience family? How are you all doing, y'all? This is your girl, Tawanta J. I hope all is well with you. I hope you and your family are doing all right. Oh, they're doing good. All right, now they better be good. Now they better be good, <laughs> right? Regardless of what is going on, all is well, right? You are here, you made it. I don't know what day or time or, you know, or hour that you are listening to the sound of my voice, but here it is. You are still here. That's what matters. That's what matters. You are still here. And yeah, the issue, the problem, yeah, it could have taken you out, child. It could have knocked you out flat on your face. Okay. But guess what? you're resilient. You are strong. Yeah, honey. And you made it. You made it by the grace of God. I tell you. So y'all listen, I missed you guys. I missed you guys so much. I missed you last week. I know I was MIA. Yes, yes, yes. I understand, you know, but you know what ministry life is, 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 it's got me moving. Okay. And also other things got me going on. As a matter of fact, this week, you know, I'm going to be this, you know, this coming Sunday, I'll be, um, you know, God has allowed me to uh, teach Sunday school and it's not my first time I'm doing it. Uh, I have done it, um, as a tag team. Um, and, um, and originally I, I, I'm, you know, I was tag team to do it with another, uh, minister of mine, uh, sister friend, but unfortunately she's not able to do it. So, um, now I'm doing it solo. <laughs> so, you know, it's, and, 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 you know, I, I was like immediately going to call one of my dear sister friends that actually when we tag, you know, when I do a tag team, it's normally her, she and I normally do it together. We have done it together consistently, you know, several times. And, you know, we, we pretty much feed each other's energy, you know, and I was considering calling her, uh, but you know what? I said, no, God, I believe you have, you have directed this on purpose, you know, because I, I, I'm, I'm in that position in my life right now where I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to just direct my path, just to, to order my steps. And I'm sensing in my, in my spirit that, you know, he's developing me to be a teacher of the gospel, right? To, to, to teach God's word excuse me, and all those great things. 
And I am excited to do that because originally, you know, I wanted to be a teacher anyway, you know, in the education system. And I did start it out as a, uh, you know, as a college student in uh, majoring in education, but I had switched my major around my sophomore year or whatever to uh, vocal performance. Um, and not paying attention, not really listening or anything at that time. You know how you get in that stage in your early 20s. You think you know everything, right? Um, and I and I should have stayed in education at that time because, you know, things would have been much different as it is now. But, you know, um, but I realized years later, of course, when, I, when my daughter started, you know, started school and everything. And I never forget the time that I had taken my oldest daughter uh, to meet greet, you know, it was a meet greet um, thing that you know the students get a chance to meet their new teachers before classes starts and everything like that. And so, when I went into the classroom, the teacher wasn't there because not all teachers, you know, they were not all there. Some of them were, most of them were not, but that's okay. Um, I just had that that urge in my spirit, and I said, "This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be teaching." I know it. I sense it. I feel it in my spirit. It was just, oh, it was just pulling me, man. And my oldest daughter, you know, she was like, well, mom, you can do it. You can do it. Bless her heart. <laughs> you know, and this is, and, and every year, every year, you know, I would go to my daughter's school or classes, um, even in middle school. You know, I went into to one of the classrooms just to see where she was going to be, you know, in that particular pod that her grade was at the time. And I was just, oh, my God, it was just so thick in my spirit. I don't I don't know if that's the appropriate way to, to describe it. But, you know, I was like, I'm supposed to be teaching. So, of course, you know, I pursued on um, subbing. And there was this program online that you had to, you know, it was like an online class kind of thing that, you know, where you had to study and learn, um, um, you know, uh, teaching in terms of a substitution, a substitute teacher um, and all of that. And I was close to getting that and everything, um, but it was a little problem. And that was the spelling of my name. And I know for some people like, well, that's not a problem. Well, it's a problem because... Um, it's not a, not a problem for me, but it's, it is a problem because unfortunately my name was not spelled the way how it was spelled on my birth certificate. And unfortunately, you know, um, you know, it, it was going to be a debate or what have you. And the way how things are now, you know, um, with, you know, with things are changed so dramatically, you know, since, um, on the fortunate day of 9-11, um, become more strict now people you know a lot of things are become more strict especially with the school system and all of that and I totally totally understand so and I was just really bummed out about the whole situation because I knew that that was going to be a problem and I did not want to go through that headache and I did not want to go through it I just didn't I didn't want to keep continue trying to fight for my for my name you know I'm like it's just a misspelling on my name ain't my fault I was a baby (laughs) you know (laughs) I was a baby back then, you know, the doc, the nurse, she, she blotched, you know, botched up my, the spell of my name and my mom, unfortunately, she never, uh, addressed it. Well, she knew it was a, she knew they had made a typo, but mommy never, uh, took the initiative to get it corrected at the time, you know, cause life was life in at the time of her life. So it just totally out of sight, out of mind. 
And so, of course, I never, I didn't complete the program, bottom line. Um, and so, yeah, I, I've, I knew I had that desire. I wanted to teach. I wanted to go back to grad school um, and finish the program. Or actually, actually start a new program, actually, um, in, in musicology. I want to teach music history, um, which is so odd for that. But that's another time to talk about that. But um, And unfortunately, the schools here, they don't have uh, musicology in the graduate program. They have it an undergrad, but not graduate program. So that was another dilemma for me. And I was like, well, I don't see the point of me going to this process if I'm not going to get the degree that I'm trying to get, you know, trying to work on here, you know, that I want to work in. You know, and uh, plus, it, financially, I didn't even really have the, the means to support myself to get back to grad school. And I didn't want to take any loans and nothing like that or whatever. So I just pretty much just, you know, again, I was bummed out. I was discouraged and all of those things like that. And I was like, God, you know, I'm trying to do the right thing here. You see what I'm trying to do. I want to make a difference. I want to do something different. I know that I'm supposed to be teaching, but I see that every time I try to get my foot out the door, then it's getting my feet getting slammed, you know, and I was just so depressed by that whole situation. And, you know, you know, here come, you know, my girl singing, you you know, my name. Um, uh, I can't think of a name right now, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, and before she even came into existence, you know, God was saying, I know your name, right? He knows my name. He gave me that name through my father, right? My biological father. And, so it's not like I was trying to do anything crazy or whatever with, you know, with the name and all of that and whatnot. It's not my fault. Ain't it, ain't it on me and all of that. But at the end of the day, I basically, you know, just pushed it to the side and just gave up. I, I really did. I just left it alone. I said, well, you know what? I don't know what, what God has in store for me. I, I really do. I do want to teach. I always wanted to go back to teaching music history, you know, and that kind of stuff or whatever. Um, but I like this not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So, <laughs> but here it is never knowing, never realizing that God was actually developing me and putting me into the position where I am today as being an ordained minister. And, um, now I see, I'm starting to see where what I had desired is not, um, it's not, um, gone forever. You know, he has poured that ability of teachings in my spirit, right? But not not to teach an education in public school or anything like that, but to teach the gospel, right? To teach to his people. So I'm excited about that. And I say, Lord, this is what I've sensed in my spirit. But I said, Holy Spirit, please confirm it to me to let me know that I'm on the right direction here. Because I don't want to go based on my own understanding. You know, I want to make sure, you know, that this is where you are directing me. This is where you're guiding me, you know. And here's opportunities where I'm, you know, take advantage of, of you know, how to really dissect the word of God and all these wonderful things and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool and this, that, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So that's where, um, that's where the Sunday school, you know, comes in. And I actually, I started teaching Sunday school prior to COVID and I was teaching the uh, young adults and it was the 18 on up. So I kind of started it you know, even before, um, you know, um, you know, God had 
really, you know, put porters in my heart about, you know, teaching and whatnot. And I think at that time I had just um, started my minister in training. Um, yeah, I think it was in 2019, actually, that I, you know, started the, um, you know, teaching um, Bible study, the Sunday school, actually, not, not, not Bible study, but Sunday school lesson for 18 on up. And uh, so that was like my little niche right there for the moment. Um, but then, of course, you know, the pandemic came and all of that. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and so I'm here at this position in my life right now where I'm sensing that's where he's directed me and to be the teacher and to teach, you know, God's people, you know, um, in depth about the word of God. Because we need more teachers in, in, in you know, in, um, in the ministry. We really do. Um, and uh, we need teachers that really can um, keep it real, you know, and really, you know, draw the people into God's word. Because not everybody's reading the Bible anymore. There's a lot of people, and, and, and especially in, in, in the church, a lot of us Christian folks, we ain't reading the Bible on a daily basis, you know. Okay, I'll give you credit. You probably read the app, you know, or what have you, and that's good, That's good. but it, you definitely need to get in, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got to get in. <laughs> Meaning, man, you got to go ahead and get the Bible for real, for real, and open up the Bible and turn them pages, yo, and you know, and start getting all up in there, man. It's a huge difference. It really, really is. And I get it because, you know, I was all comfortable using the app myself and, and, and I still do, you know, but at the, at the end of the day, now I see, I have to dig deeper. You know what I mean? As a minister, you got to dig deeper. You just can't take the app and what it is. You really got to, um, you know, open up the Bible and literally get in and, and, and get the concordance and all that other good stuff, you know, to really uh, dissect and understand what, what the Word of God is saying and all those wonderful things and stuff. So that's where I believe he is taking me now. So with this Sunday school lesson that's coming up, you know, I just took it as, okay, this is a step up, God. You know, I, I believe this is where you are directing me. So, okay, let's, let's, let's go, let's do it. You know, I, I don't need the, 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 the support, if you will, of, of, a, of another person, you know, as originally planned, you know, because if that was the case, it would have been done. Right. But now I'm doing it solo. It's not, not on me. You know, I, I didn't choose to do it solo. In other words, you know, it just happened that way because when I found out, um, I actually talked to my um, minister's sister that I was, con- you know, that I was actually going to do this. And um, she told me she couldn't. And I was like, huh? <laughs> you know, I'm like, whoa, because I was getting nervous, you know, like, oh, snap. Like, so that means that I got to do this. <laughs> so I was kind of like a little bit freaking out a little bit, you know, but I didn't let it be exposed. But I was like, inside, I was like, oh, snap. I got to do it by myself, you know, cause I'm used to having, you know, the person next to me, you know, how you, you, you just got comfortable and doing something with, you know, with other people. Right. And, and, you know, you know, they, you could depend on them just like they could, could, you know, can depend on you, but more or less, I think you depending on them, <laughs> 
But then all of a sudden, you know, they can't do it no more or something came up or they got sick or they got another engagement and now you're left, right, (laughs) to do the presentation or to handle the assignment. And my goodness, that's like, whoa, (laughs) right? And, and, And you got a choice. Now you can go ahead and, you know, and say, well, you know, um, I think I probably just going to let uh let them know I can't do it either. You know cuz I can't cuz here it is sis, you know me and you are tag team. You know we you know we can't do without the other. You know I could easily say that. But I did not. I said, "Nope. I I I believe this is a step up." Cuz God says, "Okay, let's go to work." You know, I've already equipped you with what you need to get the message across to my people. So, yeah, y'all pray for a girl, okay? Y'all pray for your sister over here. I eat for real, for real, man, because Lord knows I need it because I can't go up there by myself. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, and I don't know, man, because people, I don't know, people be tripping, man. Like when they see ministers up there, they see preachers and whatnot, they think, they, they think it's so easy. Man, you don't know the weight, dude. You don't know the you don't know the cross. <laughs> okay, I'm t- you don't know what we carrying, man. I'm telling you, it is not as easy as you think. There's a beautiful queen that I follow on Instagram. Um, her name is uh, Siobhan. Uh, I can't think of her last name right now. Uh, but she is a minister. And she and her husband just recently um, opened up a church. And uh, I want to say her last name is Smith, Siobhan Smith. I could be wrong, but if you guys are on on, uh, Instagram, and um, you probably are familiar with her name. But she's such a beautiful queen, a beautiful, powerful woman of God. And she had had posted maybe a few months ago and um, talking about, you know, um, I'm just paraphrasing, like when you see us ministers, you know, bottom line, you think that, you know, it is an easy thing of what we do, but let me tell you it, it, it behind the scene is nerve wracking because for us as ministers, you know, we get nervous too. So basically she was like putting down the list of what she goes through prior to preaching the gospel to the people. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm so nervous right now. You know, she's like, I wonder if they're going to fall asleep on me. I wonder if they're going to like me. I wonder if they're going to listen to what I got to say. All these thoughts was coming in her head, right? And I was like, girl, you are speaking the truth right now. I'm like, oh, I don't feel so bad because... That would be crossing my mind. I would be like, Lord Jesus, what he go? What? Oh my God, I'm I'm nervous. I'm shaking. Cause you know when you see them on the pulpit, you don't see them shaking like a leaf. You don't see them, you know, tripping out or whatever. They just come and they's like, well, praise the Lord, everybody. Let's give God glory. You know, you know, <laughs> right? And you think everything is all good, but truth be told, for the majority of them. They are shaking in their shoes, right? They're nervous. But at the end of all of that, what she had posted, she said, you know, God reminds her that I'm with you always. And it's not about you. 
It's not about you, baby. It's not, right? And you got to get yourself out of the way, right? And let the Holy Spirit take complete dominance, you know, over you and over the, the, the atmosphere of that place, of that church, or what have you, right? And just preach the gospel. Just do what you are assigned to do, and God will take care of the rest. Come on, right? And so, man, oh, man. And so that's what comes to my mind, you know, um, as I prepare myself for Sunday morning, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be nervous. I know it. I'm like, oh, God, I gotta, I probably got to use the bathroom like three times before I even get <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus, my lips, my mouth going to be all dry. I need some water. But if I drink water, then that means we got to go to the bathroom. You know, I'm just, (laughs) any of you who are ministers, you know what I'm talking about. For real, for real. But let me tell you, man, I am so, so, so excited and so um, humbled, you know, by, mm, you know, God's love and, what God, what God is doing in my life. And that when I don't see myself ready, cause I don't, you know, I, I, please, I'm still learning and growing when I, you know, I don't see myself in the position or in that position to preach anything at this point, you know, every now and then I may do, like I said, I have done the Sunday school thing or whatever, and that's good. And I have preached at another church, which is like a, a, um, it was a church not far from our, my church and, um, you know, it's a Presbyterian church and they're wonderful, wonderful people there. And so I had preached there uh, a few times. Um, but it's a very small, small, when I say small, uh, uh, group of people, I mean, literally small, like maybe five people. That's it. At least that. But at the end of the day, though, they are just so warm and so inviting, so welcome. They're just a beautiful, beautiful group of people. Um, But I'm content. You know what I'm saying? I'm content with that. I'm content with just just doing a little bit here and there. But I know that I can't be content for long. You know what I'm saying? Because when God has truly called you to be a minister, to minister the gospel, you can't not afford to be content. (laughs) Meaning that you can't stay in your comfort zone. You can't stay where you are, right? I like to be in the background. I prefer being in the background. You know, you can still hear my voice because I have a loud voice. You know what I'm saying? But I prefer being in the background. But God's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) With this ministry, you got to be in the forefront, okay? You got to be there, a strong soldier. You got to stand there and do what you called to do. God got you. At the, at the end of the day, God got you. You may see all this stuff coming towards you or you you feel the, the, in the atmosphere that people are not vibing or whatever. You look at people's facial expressions and they looking all like blah, 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 kind of look. And you're like, what is up? <laughs> But you can't get locked into that, man. You know, you can't get locked in. You can't get, you know, distracted by those who are not responding to the exhortation. 
you know, that you have in your, in your heart. You know, if you call to worship, you know, to start worship service at your church, you can't get caught up with people that don't want to stand and give God praise. You know, you can't get caught up with people that don't want to clap their hands and all of that. You know, don't worry about those people. You just, it, it's a, it, it just give God glory, right? God, God knows how to touch the heart of people that are stonewalled. He knows how to do it. So you don't need to be overwhelmed and distracted and frustrated and irritated by, you know, the, 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 the manners of, you know, the people in the church, you know, don't even put yourself to that kind of craziness. Cause you know, you lose focus. And then after a while, you're going to take it personal. And then after a while, you're going to say something that you shouldn't be saying, <laughs> you know, in the church. Right. So, you know, you just you just go ahead and let the Holy Spirit take complete dominance and and just and just allow allow God to do what He knows what's best to do right in that moment. So yeah, girl, y'all y'all take care of your sister right in prayer. Keep me in your prayer uh, as you know I go through this process, go through this moment in in my in my um, career ministry, I guess. Um, um, but yeah, I wanted to come on here and uh, talk to you guys about that you're in good hands. I realize, y'all, I'm in good hands. After all I had shared with you just far, I realized I'm in good hands. No matter what is going on, no matter what is happening now, I'm in good hands. I'm in God's hands. He, that's the best place to be. Knowing that you in God's hands, you know, you in good hands, and God is the one that is... He's cradling you. Oh my goodness. You, you should just take a deep breath and say, yeah, I'm I'm safe. I'm good. Right? I'm good. So I just want to just, you know, uh share with you that when you are in 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 good hands or when you are in God's hands, guess what? He's molding you. You know, he he he's he's taking you now and he's molding you. He's He's reshaping you, you know, he's correcting you. He, he's, he's doing what he needs to do to prepare you for what is to come, right? And even though you don't see anything happening right now, but oh, my sister, let me tell you, you are in good hands, meaning that God is molding you. He is doing some refining. He's doing some retouches. He is taking care of you better than you are taking care of yourself. He is getting you prepared. He's getting you ready for what is to come, honey. Get excited about it. Look, 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 for me, like I said, I, I never, okay, I never, 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 ever saw myself as an ordained minister. Never. Mm-mm. I saw myself, mm-hmm, show now, I saw myself <laughs> as a professional artist in terms of singing. I've been singing all my life. I was fortunate to be in choirs where I was, I had the opportunity to travel in different states and different countries and, you know, going on overseas and performing with the, with, with phenomenal orchestras that you, that you see on television, man. I I saw myself, you know, being the entertainer, you know, I love the stage. I love 
to perform. I love to really interact with people. You know what I'm saying? That's what I love to do. You know, and I saw myself, yeah, you know, teaching, as I said, being a teacher and all that good stuff too. I never, ever in my wildest dreams ever saw myself preaching. (laughs) Okay, good googly moogly. Well, God had a plan, right? Through the course of time in my life, what I experienced, what I endured, what I encountered, what I felt, the, the challenges, the disappointments, the heartbreaks, all of the stuff that I endured got me to where I am right now. You know, I didn't understand what was going on. I couldn't, I couldn't understand why this was happening, even when I didn't even cause it. And I'm not there saying that I'm, you know, I'm all of that. No, I'm, I'm just an innocent lamb. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, just being myself, but yet I'm being persecuted. I'm being, you know, judged. I'm being, you know, talked at um, and and all of these things and people just assuming otherwise about it. Oh my goodness gracious, man. I mean, when I went through some stuff, I'm going to do some stuff. But through all of that, God had his hand on me. He had his hand on my life. He elevated me and things that I'd never imagined myself to be in. And, and it's all by the mercy and the grace and the favor of God through the duration of my living. And I'm so grateful for that. But during the hard times when things were really difficult and and I didn't know, man, what was how how things was going to be. And at at that moment, I wanted to give up at that moment. I I just cried and screamed and just I was just at at a moment where I just didn't know what more to do. But that's when God was really you know, pruning and refining and, and squeezing some things real <laughs> out of me, man. You know, he was, he was just taking me and he was gentle, but yet he was firm. Mm, I hope that blessed somebody. He, he was gentle, but he was firm because when you mold things, you, 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 you have to be gentle, but you still have to add some pressure right? Uh, to get to what you want, to get to that, to that shape, uh, uh, what you're trying to design or what you're trying to fix or what you're trying to, uh, you know, um, erect or what have you, right? And that's what God is doing in your life for some of you. Some of you probably have been feeling the squeeze. Some of you have been feeling uncomfortable or the situation has been uncomfortable for you for the past several weeks or months or even maybe a year or two. But don't, but don't, um, don't be dismayed. God is still in control. He's there. He loves you. He's, he's just doing some things in your life. Cause God will bring some things to your attention too, to let you know, my daughter, there are some things we need to talk about. There's some things that I need to, uh, to pull out of you, but I can't do anything until you acknowledge it. Cause there's some things, you know, now some, some bad habits, some behaviors, right? And that you 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 purposely ignored, right? <laughs> but you know those behaviors and those habits ain't right. They ain't, ain't mm-mm, you know it ain't good. <laughs> that hood chicken you still it still rises up, <laughs> right? 
That sailor mouth still creeps up every now and then. You know, you know your bad habits, girl. You know what up, right? But he wants to bring that to the forefront. He wants to address that with you, right? And and here's the thing. He loves you so deep. He doesn't want you to hurt yourself anymore by, by doing these things. So why not just go ahead and humble yourself and say, Lord, yes, I repent. I, 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 I've, I've been dealing with this for a long time. This happened with my, you know, I got this behavior or this, 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 this stuff from my dad or from my mom or from my aunt and this, that, or whatever. And, you know, back then I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun or funny, but I realized it's not. It has caused havoc or wreaked havoc in my life and, and this, that, or whatever. You know, just be real with them. And when you honestly start to tell the truth and nothing but the truth with him, you know, right then in that moment, that's when he starts to, you know, press. He starts to become more gentle with the situation. Yeah, he's still going to be a little firm, but at the same time, he's he, he's starting to mold you now. He's starting to reshape you now because th- your season that's coming up, you got to be a whole new different person, man. You got to have a whole new different mindset. You're going to be dealing with some things, honey, that you do not want to self-sabotage the opportunity that is right there in your face so you you better just go ahead and just take 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 the pressure that is already being applied you know in your life and just move on and and knowing that you are in good hands okay because God is not about to hurt you that's not who he is he loves you too deep right he loves you way too deep you cannot even get to the bottom of his love that's how deep he loves you good googly moogly okay the next thing that i want to remind you guys when you're in good hands or on you or you're in god's hands is that you know god is he's caring for your spirit he's caring for your spirit because we have been um you know attracted to so many things around us you know and it has been poured into our spirit that's why you you guys got to you got to you, you got to uh you know be steadfast in in God's word man you got to use his word as a shield of protection around you not just in the physical but in your in your spirit spiritual state right and you have been around people you've been around um you know things in your in your life that, you know, can ooze into your spirit and have you to do certain things or have you to respond a different way and have you to think differently and all of that. So, yeah, you know, he, he God is all about, he cares for your spirit. You know, he wants you to have a, 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 a clean heart, a pure heart, right? And rene- he wants you to, he, he wants to renew a right spirit in you. That's what David's prayer was, you know, creating me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me, God. And that's what God will do for you. And he cares for you so much that he wants to, he wants to renew that spirit. He wants to clean it out. He wants to, you know, get the vac, the spiritual vacuum and get that little hose and get into the crevices, you know, of your spirit, man, and pull out all of that gunk, all of that hidden dirt that, you know, you can't pick up by the hand, but you gotta, there's a special tool that God has that he can get into the, into the deepest of the deep. And, and just start pulling out all kinds of stuff, man, that you probably didn't even know was in your spirit, that was in your heart, that was, you know what I'm saying? So, you you know, he cares so much about you that he wants to 
purify you from the inside out. He wants to continue. And this is a continuation. It's not just that one stop shop kind of thing. This is something that you got to ask God daily to renew your way of thinking, to clean you up, to clean your heart, to, re- you know, to uh, purify your spirit. And how, how it happens is in his word. You know, you read his word and you continue to build his relationship with him. Right. And he will do it just for you. He loves you so deep. He loves you so pure. You know, you are very, very important to him. You are always on his mind, daughter. You are always on his mind. He thinks about you. He's concerned about your well-being. He's concerned about your health, your wealth, your your mindset. He he's concerned about you. He loves you so much. He's more concerned about you than you concerned about yourself. Okay, because we always neglect ourselves because we get so caught up and wrapped up and trapped up in life. When life brings stuff, we get caught up in it and we don't realize how life can truly take us and rip us apart, abuse us in all form and fashion. And then we want to know why we're so tired, why are we so emotionally spent and all these things. Right. So God cares for your spirit. You know, so when you in good hands, know that he is he he's taking care of you right? He's taking care of your heart. He's taking care of your, your soul. He's, he wants to make sure that you are, that you are good, right? He will feed you. He will nurture you, right? Oh my goodness. The next thing I want to share with you too, guys, is that, you know, he's also, um, keeping you safe, That's another thing, too. When you're in good hands, know that you're safe in him. You're safe in the Lord, right? That you don't have to uh, fear or get anxious uh, about what is currently going on um, in your physical view. You know, um, you hearing things, you getting threat notes, uh, threatening um, notes and not threatening in terms of like, you know, your life is at stake. But, you know, life when it comes to your job or comes through family or come through your finances or your house or, you know, that that's what I mean. You get those notes saying that, you know, you, you're going to lose your job or you, 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 you're you in the process of losing your home or you're in the process of losing your your uh your 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 money or what have you and it, and it can do something to you it gets you scared it gets you anxious right but God is the one that will keep you safe God is the one that will provide for you in those darkest darkest moments a season of your life when your health is at risk God keeps you safe with as well because he is the one that will nurture you he is your healer he's your balm in Gilead he's the one that will be the one that will put the put the ointment the spiritual ointment on those sores on the wounds he's the one that will do all what you can that you are not physically able to afford to do because here's the thing too you know man I realize y'all that child you know medication you gotta get you know prescription and stuff like that that stuff ain't cheap I mean if you have insurance thank God for insurance you know honestly thank God for it but baby those who don't have it and they need that that need their medicine Oh my goodness, my heart breaks. Cause I understand I've been through that too. 
you know, but you buy, uh, you know, prescription pills for, for whatever reason to make you better, to get you better. And it's six or maybe eight little tiny pills. And that thing is like 80 bucks. Huh? Where did you make the pills, dude? Where did y'all make it? Did y'all, I don't, I don't understand. What did, did y'all make it in a mine or someplace with it? You know, I, I don't know. Cause why is, why are these pills, why are they so expensive? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And there's so many people who are struggling right now trying to figure out how they're going to get the, the medication to make them feel better, right? To help them through the, the you know, the, the discomfort that they're going through, right? And but God, he keeps you. He keeps you. He keeps you safe. He keeps you covered, right? In, in his safety, he, he, he strengthens you. Right in his safety, you know, he, he feeds you. Woo, come on. Yes, he does everything that you can't you that you are not physically able or capable to do for yourself because you're so stressed and so worn out and so physically, emotionally, mentally, uh, uh spiritually tired. And only God is the one that could be able to do what you are not physically able to do for yourself at that moment. God is the keeper of your soul. He, 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 he's the one that will keep you safe. He's the one that will keep you safe from yourself. He, okay. Like I said, we still got them bad habits and those behaviors, you know, that we got to get in check. Right. And sometimes we mess our own self up, but God, he keeps us safe from our own self. You know, we mess up and only by the grace of God, man, he, he covers us. Oh, Jesus, I'm a living witness. Cause it could have been a whole different, a whole different story with my life back in the day, right? But he keeps you safe from yourself. He keeps you safe, you know, from from harm's way. Cause sometimes y'all, y'all don't even realize what God is blocking the enemy from, as you are walking to your car, as you walk into to your home, or as you walking down the street. Okay, you don't know what God has blocked or prevented from, from, from the end of what the enemy was trying to do to you, to, you know, just wipe you out of this, out, out, of, out of life, period. You know what I'm saying? God is your, he's your safety net. When you in good hands, you know that God is my keeper. He's the keeper of my soul. He keeps me safe. He keeps me protected. I don't have to stress about anything. I don't have to worry about anything. God is my healer. He's my strength. He's my provider. He's everything I need at this moment of my life. I don't know how I'm going to make it, but I know I'm going to make it through him. I don't know how, I don't know where I'm going to get the money to get the things I need that will help me be better. But I know God, he's my keeper. I know he's my provider. He is my financer. He's my financial advisor. He's everything I need at the moment of my life, right? You're in good hands, y'all. You're in good hands, right? The last thing I'm going to share with you before I go is that when you're in good hands with God, knowing that he is refining the oil, he's pouring on your life. He's refining the oil that he's pouring on your life. So what I mean by refining, it means the impurities, you know, that that's uh, or or unwanted elements having been removed 
processing or purifying uh, uh, or a treatment, having, you know, that there, there may be some things that's contaminated or due to the, the pain, due to the hardship that you endure during that bad season of your life, it has tainted you. It has tainted your walk. It has tainted your relationship with God. It has pulled you away from really going back to the lover of your soul. It has, it that situation, that problem, that disease that kept coming back or reoccurring, it keep bringing its face back up to you. You know, it, 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 it keeps, you know, it blinds you or it distracts you. And so God, when you in good hands, he's going to take that oil and he's going to refine and he's going to remove their impurities. He's going to remove the things that is not healthy. He's going to remove the things that has caused so much distraction, so much hurt, so much pain, so much discomfort in your life. And then when he has, when he has refined that, when he has cleaned it out, then he's going to pour the oil on you. He's going to pour it. When we say, Lord, this, Lord, I need fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil. That's what he's going to do. He's going to pour fresh oil all over you again. All you got to say, God, pour fresh oil, fresh oil. That's what I desire, Lord. That's what I need, Lord. Pour that fresh oil on me all over again. And you know, he's going to do it. You know, he's going to do it, right? Because he loves you so much. This is what you crying out to God for. This is what you fast out fasting to God for. This is what you have your moment of time with him and you pray to him and he gives you what you desire. And you may not even ask him directly, but he will go ahead and do it anyhow. He will go ahead and give you the bonus of what you of what you what you don't think you need, but you need, right? And you become more stronger and more wiser and more refreshed, and you become more sharp and woo, baby, you become a brand new person. When you in good hands with God, baby, you 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 ain't gonna come back, you ain't gonna come out the same. Come on, <laughs> you ain't gonna come out the same. Okay, girl, listen, child, you know, you ain't going to come out the same person. You're going to be a whole different, beautiful queen, a whole different, beautiful woman of God. You just going to feel different, look different, sound different, walk different, honey. Girl, your sachet is going to be sashaying. Okay, let me just tell you that. I You just going to be a whole different sister okay but it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be angelic it's gonna be wow and people will notice that you don't even have to say much but when they see you walking in that room they know you had a you had you had a date with god you had you you had a moment with him come on you know what i'm saying people gonna notice that baby and they're going to love it. They're going to love the aura of it. They're going to love the presence of you. And and, and and I'm telling you, man, ooh, Lord have mercy. You'll be so glad that you that you just trusted him. Because that's the thing. You in good hands with God, meaning that you willingly say, God, I'm giving myself to you. I'm, I'm pouring my life to you. I'm putting my life in your hands. That means you trust him because you know. That when God, when God puts his hand on something, <laughs> baby, you know it's going to look good. You know it's going to be fresh. You know it's going to be good. You know it's going to be brand new. You know it's going to be amazing, man. You know that he is going to do some wonderful things in your life. So, yeah, 
When, 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 when people bless you and saying, girl, you in good hands. Okay. Don't take that lightly. Okay. Knowing that you in good hands with God, you in God's care, right? All is well with you because God loves you that deep. He loves you that good, right? And that love will never stop flowing. That love will never stop at all. It will keep going and going and going. Even when we do mess up, because we're going to mess up every now and then, but once we repent immediately of that and acknowledge what we are doing, what we have done and why we did it and all that other stuff, God will forgive you instantly anyway, and he will deliver you. He will help you through that process of your life, through that moment in your life, right? And and he will get you back on, on the plan, the plan, his plan that he has for your life. And he will get you and he will say, okay, daughter, go ahead. I got you. You go ahead. I already, already equipped you with what you need. I already refreshed your oil. I already, I already have purified you. You So you good to go. So go ahead and do what I called you to do. And I'll take care of the rest. Everything's going to be all right. You just go ahead and do what you are called to do. Don't worry about the job. I already got something better in store for you. Don't worry about how the bill is going to be paid. I already got that taken care of for you, my daughter. I already have assigned the people that you don't even know that exists yet that's going to come and bless you you don't even worry about where the where the money's coming from i am the i am your source and i will supply the needs for you i know exactly where you are i know exactly what you need just trust me just trust me daughter everything's going to be all right because you're in my care you're in good hands yes you're in good hands Listen, y'all, I pray this bless you today. I pray, I pray that this has this came right on time for you, Shugs, because girl, we, we need to we need to be reminded that God loves us so good. He loves you so good. Okay, it's not that he loves you. Yeah, he loves you, but he loves you so good. Woo, baby, that kind of love that would never deplete. That kind of love that would never fade out or phase out. That love that would never, you know, would never, uh, you know, stop the flow. No, his love is that good. It's so good. Woo, honey, I'm telling you. But you're in good hands. Please say that. Just say it right now. I'm in good hands. I'm in God's care, right? I'm in good hands. Yes. And keep saying that to yourself because you know God is your keeper. God is your healer. God is your provider. God is your way maker. God is your comforter, right? He's everything you need at this present hour, right? So we're going to close out with a prayer. And I hope you guys uh, take good care of yourself. Uh, Continue to pray for one another. Continue to pray for your neighbors. Continue to pray for your pastors, your preachers, your teachers, your ministers, your evangelists, all of those who have been called to preach and teach the gospel, pray for them. Even if you, even if you haven't, uh, you know, cause I know there's some people that still haven't found a church home yet. Right. Um, you may, you know, have service online or whatever for the moment and that's okay. Um, but you know, of that person, that pastor, that teacher would have you pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for their families as well. Because again, you don't know the weight that is on those individuals that God has appointed uh, in this season of time. 
You don't know what they are called to do, what their what their assignments are. You have no clue. This this ain't no easy walk, y'all. This ain't no easy walk. So don't get it twisted. Don't let the enemy think don't that trick you believe that oh oh they 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 ain't doing that. Is go on there and preach the gospel. That's one thing. But yeah, I mean, just even preaching the gospel itself. Because not only are we preaching the gospel to you to 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 the congregation, it's being preached to us too. Come on now. Hello, because <laughs> we walking in there. We don't want to preach. We don't want to teach. We already going through our personal issues, right? But we got to lay that aside, right? And we are called to do what God has called us to do. And we got to do it, right? And knowing that while we are doing the assignment, that God is already taking care of us because we're in good hands. Yes, we're in good hands. So guys, take good care of yourself, okay? Enjoy each other. Get ready, get ready, get ready for what's coming for this season. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, y'all. And I will be back, God willing, next week um, and do a, a brief, you know, uh, thankful episode or what have you. I've done that in the past before and I said I want to come back and do that again, you know, because we need to be reminded of what we need to be grateful for, what we need to be thankful for, you know, again, because life would pull us away and have us to think about ourselves, only ourselves, and not realizing how richly blessed we are. So yeah, I'll probably do that and come back next week and, you know, we could start off with being thankful on, you know, on some things, right? But, uh, but we just want to I just want to close out with this and say, God, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for my beautiful resilience family. Lord, I pray that they have been blessed by what you have poured into me. I pray that they are actually calling out your name as I speak into you now, that they will call to you and talk to you and share with you um, some things that they need to be refined in their life. They are actually coming to you and just telling you the things that they need uh, that needs to be removed from their hearts and from their life so they can they can focus solely on you God you know your daughters Lord you know who are listening who's listening to the sound of my voice you know exactly where where they are at this moment at this present hour God meet them right there whether in their house whether in their kitchen in their bedroom whether in their in the park whether in the car wherever they are right now God just be there with them you are with them they just need to call your name and they just all, all they need to say Jesus I need you that's a prayer in itself right there and you, I know you will be there instantly God and you will be there to hold them to, to to nurture them to love them to feed them to to protect them let them be reminded that they are in good hands with you that your love for them has never died out and it never will die out and that you have wonderful things in store for their life no matter what is going on no matter what has happened no matter what is happening now no matter what is going on in their career, in their professional life, in their personal life, even their physical bodies right now. I speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. I speak healing over those who are going through cancer. I speak healing right now for those who are going through uh, some, some other physical ailments right now in the name of Jesus, God. I speak deliverance over those who are mentally going through some things right now, God. I speak healing and comfort for those who are going through and dealing with some, some family issues right now, God. You know exactly where they are. God, come to them, comfort them, hold on to them, love them, pour, pour, pour into them, oh God, and let them sense your presence and let them just fall in your arms, oh God, and just let them, let them just cry it out and you can restore them in return, God. Let us be reminded that we are in good hands with you because you love us that deep. 
you love us so deep. And we give you praise. We thank you for a refresher. For a refresher. We thank you for a new beginning. We thank you, God, for refining us and molding us and shaping us. God, thank you for the new life, the new beginnings, the new steps. Thank you, God, for what you are doing, what you are in the process of doing for us. We give you praise right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye, y'all.